Big week, right? We're back. School's back. Kids are back at school. We got our college students back. Uh, walking on campus last night. Just lots of activity going on up there. It was great. Um, and football's back. I like that. I was watching a little bit of football last night. And uh, actually, my son and I were talking uh, recently. He was asking me, he goes, you're not much of a baseball fan, are you, Dad? And, and I, I, I like baseball, but I'm not going to watch a lot of baseball. Uh, unless I'm at the stadium, but I said, he said, well, did you watch it with your fan when you were a kid? And I said, well, uh, when I was young, I used to listen to it on the radio, and I had like a little pocket or transistor radio, and, and I would listen to it when I'd go to sleep at night, and then when my parents come up, I'd turn it down, put it on my pillow, and then they'd leave, and I'd turn it back on, and he looked at me, and goes, that's the oldest thing you have ever said to me. <laughs> He laughed, too. Uh, uh, I might be old, but uh, I wasn't too old, evidently, to be able to jump into a raft with him uh, this summer on caravan and go rafting down the Okoye River in Tennessee. That's him on the front of the raft, riding the bull and screaming like a little baby. He should know I would have the last word for making fun of me. Uh, actually, he's, he's not screaming. He's having the time of his life. And, uh, and it was just a blast. There was so much fun, so much life on this trip, so much fun and life out on that water uh, in that raft. You know, and it reminded me, for years at Orchard Hill Church, uh, Dave Bartlett and Ed Baker, they'd take a couple Sundays this time of year, uh, every year, and they would talk about our vision. They'd talk about our mission, about where we're going and how we're going to get there with the church. And I think it was one of these Sundays that I first heard Dave talk about this metaphor of life at Orchard Hill Church is like being on a whitewater raft. You know, when you jump into the mission of Orchard Hill Church, it's not like you're jumping into a lazy boy recliner kicking your feet up. We talk to our new members at our new membership classes about, you know, this isn't like a membership has its privileges kinds of things. When you jump into the, to the raft at Orchard Hill Church, like we're giving you a paddle to say, pick up your paddle and help us go and accomplish this mission that God has given to our church. And I love this metaphor because it suggests a couple things. One of the things it suggests is that life is fully lived not standing on the shoreline or on the riverbank, but actually getting into a raft and heading out onto the water. And this is a theme that actually runs through the Bible from beginning to the end. In fact, in the very first book of the Bible, in Genesis, the author writes these words. It says, Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man and the woman he had formed, and the Lord God made all kinds of trees to grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. And in the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then a river watering the garden flowed from Eden. God created the garden. He put man and woman in this garden, and he supplied this water source, this river for the humans to be able to water their garden so that they would have plenty of food and, and plenty to eat so he could provide for them. In essence, the humans were going to learn to depend on this river as their life source in that garden. Slide, uh, in, uh, in Psalm 46, we read this. So there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. This river of life that God invites us to jump into, right, makes God's people happy. It fills them with joy and with life. And then Jesus comes along, and John tells us, he told this to his followers. He said, whoever believes in me, 
Rivers of living water will flow within them. Now this river, this, this living water, actually enters into the people who follow him, who learn to, to give their lives to him and to trust him and to, and, to, and to follow where he's leading. And this river flows within them and through them to become a blessing to other people. And then in the final book of the Bible, John tells us about this revelation he had of heaven. And he writes this, he says, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. This, this source of the river is God himself. And on each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations ultimate healing and life are produced in the fruit of these leaves on these trees that are planted beside these streams of living water, the river of life. And just like these trees that are soaking up this water, getting saturated with this life of God, those who want to follow Jesus have to find ways to get in the river and get saturated and, and soaked in this life that he is offering to us until it, until it matures in us and it starts to take up residence and this river starts to throw, flow within us and starts to bear fruit and we become a blessing for others to bring healing to the nation and bless our broken world. Your fullest, most meaningful, most satisfying life isn't found in a recliner or on easy street. It's found in the river where God's working, where God's providing life. We know that we can't accomplish the mission that God has given us, unless we jump in and pick up a paddle and join the mission that he's given to us. Now, here's something I want you to consider this morning about rivers, including the river of life that, that God's the source of. These rivers can be wild and unpredictable at times. Uh, yes, there are certainly long stretches of calm, deep water where we can lay back and we can relax and we can enjoy. Maybe we can get out and swim a little bit. But there are also these moments of just chaos where the water is turbulent and actually becomes even a little bit dangerous. It can be a lot of fun, but it can also be a little bit dangerous. And so one of the things we want to encourage you this morning is it's always good to be in a raft with an experienced guide. And three quick reasons why we need to have experienced people, maybe people who have been down the river before a little bit or have been in other rafts before. One is a good guide can help, you, help keep you from getting lost or in over your head. Second, a good guide, when you do get in over your head or get a little lost, will be able to help lead you through that chaos. And finally, third, with an experienced guide, you can actually go places and experience thrills that other rafts never get a chance to go to or never get a chance to experience, especially if your guide is one who values having fun and is joy-filled, which is one of six core values here at Orchard Hill Church. We want our leaders to be people who like to have fun and like to enjoy life and have joy. I want you to take a look at that picture that, that I started with. Does it look like anybody's having fun in that raft? Hope Chestnut is in the back next to me, and uh, that's Carla Chestnut's daughter, Hope Myers now. The I mean, everybody's just having the time of their lives as they are out in this raft. And then Ryan, who's our amazing guide, he's the one who's violating the one of three rules they give you before you get on the raft, right? They only give you three rules, and one is don't ever take your hand off the T-grip. 
the, the, the paddle, and he's back there just holding it you know, one hand and posing for the picture. But I got to tell you, Ryan was an amazing guide. He sized us up right away. He knew we were excited about having an adventure. He trained us. He prepared us. He gave us good instruction. And then he asked us a couple times. He goes, all right, we're coming up on this one section. We could flip the raft. But everybody's got to be okay with that. If you guys want to flip, we're like, yes, before we can even finish the sentence. Yes, we want to flip. We want to do whatever. We want to have a crazy ride, right? And we got to be able to do that. Your best life is made possible when you have an experienced guide in the raft with you, one who enjoys having fun and is joy-filled. Do you have a guide in your life who's leading you in your life with Jesus and helping you make the most of it? At one point on the trip, uh, down this river, uh, things actually got a little bit intense. They got a little bit crazy for uh, a bit. We'd just come through this really uh, difficult stretch of the river, and we'd pulled over to do a safety check. That's where the rafts kind of wait to make sure the other rafts come through, and they make it through safely, and then, and then you can uh, move on uh, together again. And this other raft that was coming down the river with another rafting company, not our kids, not our people, but coming down, and they didn't have a guide in their boat. And they messed up and they flipped in a section where you don't want to flip and you don't want people in the water. And suddenly these three kids were out of the raft and they're in the water and it's chaos. There's paddles floating downstream, there's shoes, there's, there's clothes floating downstream. And then I hear this panic-stricken voice of a father a little ways down the river yelling, Where's Sarah? Where's Sarah? He could see his two boys, but he couldn't see his daughter. Nobody knew where she was. And immediately our guys started shouting out instructions. Everybody paddle forward, paddle forward, dig in, dig in. And we started paddling upstream and we became a rescue boat, pulling these two boys to safety in our boat. And another boat found Sarah and grabbed her and it all ended well. But it was an intense couple minutes. And I thought, if, if we weren't in a raft with an experienced guide, if there weren't other rafts on the water at that time, this might not have ended so well. This could have ended much differently. Somebody could have gotten hurt or, or worse. Someone helping you, someone leading you. Are you in a raft with others where you can be help to other people who might be in trouble? See, jumping in here at Orchard Hill Church to be part of our mission and participate in the life of Jesus has so many similarities to a whitewater raft going down the Okoy River. We want to help you find your best life. We want to equip you to be able to handle life's chaotic dangerous moments. We want to be able to equip you to uh, find the funnest adventures and to be able to enjoy those. And we believe part of being able to do that, to jump into this river of life that, that God is inviting us into, means being part of a raft with an experienced guide and with others who can help us. When we were in that middle of the, that intense few moments, you know, there were, there were kayaks out on the river that day. And the kayaks looked like they were having a great time. They were rolling and having fun and doing all kinds of fun things. But when those three kids got dumped in the water, they were absolutely no help. In fact, they were in the way a little bit of the rafts being able to go and help these kids. We just know that we're, Jesus is inviting us to go, to join him on that river of life. We have to be in rafts with other people and with experienced guys. That's why two of our core values here at Orchard Hill Church are everyone leads and we are better together. You see all of our, our six core values up there on the screen, but those two are really what we're focusing on this morning. We talk about getting in a raft. Is we're better together and everyone leads. Joanne Rosendahl 
one of the first members to jump into a raft here at Orchard Hill Church. Here she is, and she's been in a lot of rafts. She jumped in years and years and years ago. That may have been one too many years. Sorry, Joanne. I couldn't resist, but uh, she's been helping lead the mission of Orchard Hill Church forward ever since she encountered Jesus and started following Jesus. And she buys into this whole idea of everyone leads and we are better together. She, she has been serving in our office every other Monday since she retired 22 years ago. For 22 years, she hasn't lifted her hand off that tea grip. She comes to our office and helps uh, serve in our office so that our administrative and office staff can join our staff meetings to move the mission of this church forward. She used to play the organ. That raft went away. So she had to adjust and find another raft. Not easy always to find a new raft, but she committed because she knows that everyone leads. She has a role to play. She picks up her paddle and she serves. And she's just one of hundreds of pictures of people who understand this mission and this vision and what it looks like to jump in here at Orchard Hill Church. She recognizes we're better together. We are better followers of Jesus. We're better equipped to carry out our mission. We are better leaders. We're better at living life to the full when we share life together, serve together, laugh together, struggle together, lead together, worship and seek God and, and pray together. That's how we best reflect God's image to the world around us, our God who himself exists in the community of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We can reflect that image when we too belong in community. At our leadership huddle in January, uh, I told the story of Leah, who's a college student who, who bought into this value. She heard it, she hears talk about it, she believed it, she's seen it at work, and she believes that everyone leads and that we're better together. So at a breakout session, she shared one of her passions. She says, okay, I have a voice here, everyone leads, I need to just share this thing that God's put on my heart. I'm passionate about recycling, she said. Actually, I think she said she was just appalled at how many styrofoam cups get thrown away on a typical Sunday morning at our church. And she was, this, was hoping to maybe find a few people she could encourage to bring their own cups on a Sunday morning to drink coffee or whatever. But when she spoke, she found out there were all kinds of other people who were passionate about recycling, about God's creation, about preserving the beauty of God's creation. And, and Carter, who was leading the huddle at the time, he heard that Kelsey, one of our staff, shared this passion and that really he ought to get those two together. And so he got those two together and they started talking. They found out there were others, in fact, in Kelsey's own small group that had just kind of formed. There, there were these guys and, and the guys hadn't really connected to anything yet, but all of a sudden this idea of recycling comes up and somebody said, well, we could build some recycling bins. And, you know, sometimes guys just kind of need a project. They need something to do together to really come. All of a sudden, they had this project, and it just brought life. They were better together as, as they were leading to, to build these beautiful new recycling bins that we've been using for a while now to be able to recycle styrofoam cups and plastic lids. And we became a recycling site for the city. Somehow, God just working in all of this, and now we've eliminated the need for an entire dumpster here at Orchard Hill Church, which saves us about $200 a month couple thousand dollars a year. I mean, this is God at work through people who understand that everyone leads and we are better together. And they're willing to take that step and embrace these values. But it doesn't end there because that $2,000, not a lot of money, but it's enough to kickstart a new ministry that we're starting this fall called Treehouse, which is going to actually help us 
better serve some families in the area who, who have been identified by, by uh, the schools or by courts or others as people who could maybe use uh, some additional support in, in uh, developing uh, emotional and relational and spiritual support in their lives, developing some social skills uh, through support groups and mentoring uh, and opportunities to discover and share faith with one another. And as a church family, this is another way for us to accomplish the mission, to help next generations encounter and follow Jesus to bless a broken world. It, it introduces us to some people that maybe don't normally come to a church. Maybe don't feel like they fit in at a church, but to build relationship with them. And then it allows for our people who get involved in this to encounter God in new ways through the stories and the relationships they build with the people in this ministry. And also then to learn some new mentoring skills and, and leadership skills that can equip them to guide their own rafts and to bring more people to encounter Jesus and to participate in this life that he has for us. One of our leaders is Ben Fina. He's on staff here at Orchard Church. Wasn't always on, on staff here, but, but he, uh, he understood everyone leads. We're better together. He came in college and he started volunteering our college ministry, started paddling and getting in some rafts and learning and growing and and then he goes on a mission trip, and the next thing you know, he's, he's on our staff, and he's working. Now he's going to be the leader of this treehouse ministry. He's jumping into a new raft to lead others. He's gone through the training, and, and part of that training is uh, funded from this person who had this idea, who shared it at this leadership huddle. Incredible. Other funding came from partners at another church, Nazareth Church, from their mission fund. Donated money to make sure that we get the training and we get some staffing to get this ministry because there's such a need in our community for this ministry. We have a, a partner at another church who's, who's training to bring this to our area. And we met with a pastor of Heartland Vineyard and they're interested in, in joining in this to become a city-wide ministry to help resource some families who are in need. It's a beautiful picture of how we are better together and everyone leads. Are you in a raft with other people? Are you moving in this river of life that God has invited you into? When my, when my wife, Cindy, and I moved back here in 1996, we pulled into the parking lot of Orchard Hill Church. I knew Dave Bartlett. I'd come a few times when I was in high school with some friends, and so I was familiar with the church, but I had no idea, you know, what the church was like when we pulled into that parking lot or whether we were going to be members. We're church shopping. We stopped at a couple other churches, and we ended up back here pretty quickly at Orchard. And we sat in these seats for a while. We didn't get our feet wet right away. We just kind of tried to figure out what's the flow of things around here. How do you get involved? What, what's life look like around here? And I don't remember, you know, how long we sat, but eventually somebody said, hey, why don't you join a small group with us? And what I do know is that we had no experience with adult small groups, and we only knew one of the couples who was in this small group. And somehow, like, we became co-leaders of this group. It's like somebody said, well, here, here's a paddle. Go lead this group. That's a lot of vision there, right? <laughs> but sometimes that's the vision. Sometimes it's like, take some initiative. Put yourself out there. Maybe invite some friends together. Go on this adventure to learn about this life of Jesus and begin paddling downstream and see what God does in your lives. And after that, we, we jumped into other rafts. You know, we were, I was stacking chairs after services. She was getting involved in kids' ministry. We went on uh, family uh, camping trips. Uh, I was asked to start a sports ministry. These are all different rafts that we jumped into. We were invited to be cooks on a cook team that went on caravan. And uh, we said, that sounds like fun. And so we jumped in in 2003, and we went uh, with, with the Pattersons and the Adkins and a bunch of people. And 
all these were opportunities just for us to meet other people and to encounter the life that Jesus was inviting us into and to learn and develop how we share that life with others. And we keep jumping into new rafts, whether it's a leadership class, uh, like the journey, where we can learn about ourselves and the work that God is doing in our lives, or, or whether it's going on a mission trip, Mozambique or Haiti, or leading a ministry, being prepared so that we can be a guide in our own raft and invite others in to encounter this life of God. And I'm still jumping into new rafts all the time. Uh, I think about our teaching team or, or being on the board or men's breakfast where I'm surrounded by other amazing guides who I can learn from and be encouraged by. And what I'm describing in my story or Joanne's story or Kelsey's or Leah's story is one vision of what it looks like for us to accomplish our mission, our mission here at Orchard Hill. How you grow your faith and experience the full life of God and help others to do the same. We actually have a picture of what this looks like on the screen. And this is, this is the rafting journey that we're on. And there are people in the parking lot. There's people on the riverbank checking it out. There's people in rafts. And what we're asking this morning is where are you in this picture? Maybe you're this guy who just somebody dropped you off in the parking lot and you're standing in the corner. What in the world am I doing here? You're, just not, even, you're not even interested. It's like, well, I'm, I'm here. You're invited to jump in and discover the life of God out on this wild river that he invites us to. Right? Maybe you are already in a raft. Maybe you're thinking about it. You're, you're kind of on that riverbank and you're checking things out. You're invited to jump into a raft and start experiencing the life of God. Maybe, for some of you, you feel like you're drowning in the river. You're out of the raft. You're better off in a raft. And for some of you, that means you just need to sit in these seats for a little while. This is the raft for you, where you just need to lay down and hold on because things are crazy. And you're not ready to pick up a paddle. You just need a safe place to be in the middle of that boat where other people can paddle for a while and keep you afloat and alive on the water. That's, that's okay. That's a good place for you to be. When you're ready, we encourage you to pick up a paddle so that we can have more guides who are learning to be able to lead others and experience this life. And hopefully you see, there's all kinds of rafts, right? There's, there's small groups you can join. Our, our kids and our student ministry are out inviting people to jump in a raft with them and go. And that might be terrifying. You go and lead a group of small, you know, small group of junior high students or high school students or college students. I could never do that. Maybe you could. Maybe that's just the raft for you. Maybe you want to take a class or, or get into a small group Bible study and just meet some other people. That's a great raft to jump into. Get to know a membership coming in September. It's a great place, our starting point or the journey. Or, you know, we have a men's event Thursday night. You're invited to come out to Doey Joey's at 6 o'clock and just meet some other guys and see if that's a place where you can just jump in. You might be on a raft outside of the church. Maybe you are coaching a youth team, or maybe you are bringing business partners together, or you're leading a classroom, or, or leading other teachers. There's all kinds of rafts, and I just want you to, don't work this metaphor too hard, or make it too strict, right? Most people, a lot of people are in multiple rafts. It's not like, well, I can only be in one raft at a time. You're in multiple rafts. So, so what is a raft? A raft is simply this. It's any vehicle that brings some people together to build relationships and offer an opportunity for them to encounter the life of Jesus and to follow Jesus into that life to where they can become a blessing for others in this broken world. I'm just 
here as a church leader this morning asking you to remember that the church needs raft guides too. We need leaders as well. And there's a place for you to lead if you are looking for that. It's a great place to come and learn to lead and be a raft guide. Because here's the thing, I know that we need more raft guides. We need more people leading, more, more rafts, more availability because there are people who are wanting to jump in with us. I had a, a couple friend of mine, they were here in our last service actually, they just moved here from Iowa City. And uh, they got married a year ago, they're blending families, they're changing careers, they, they've moved to a new area, they've had a lot of big things happening in their life and I know that they want to have a great family. And, and they want to have a great church to help them have this great family. And they are great leaders. I'm so excited that they're here. They can, they can guide some rafts with us. But then I got a little bit anxious. And I started thinking, what if they get here and there's no raft for them to jump into? There's no leader with open space in their raft to invite them to jump in so they can get to know some people and be part of this life. That would be a horrible thing. People all around us are just waiting for an invitation to jump in to a raft and paddle alongside us. Others are maybe drowning and they need someone to come in a rescue boat and pick them up. Where are you at in this picture this morning? Are you somebody who just needs to jump in? Are you in a raft currently? Could you begin to learn to guide a raft to put a new raft out on the water to invite others into. Some guys told me at dinner last week, we were planning some men's breakfast and celebrating some of the things God's been doing the last year. One of them said, you know, I think we need to have a few more uh, opportunities for men, like on the Friday mornings that we don't meet, maybe some short-term studies or some other small groups. And another guy said, yes, that's exactly right. But you know what? We need to do that. We can't expect Jeff to do that. And I was like, yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought maybe they meant, well, we can't expect Jeff to do that, right? And either way, they're right about that. Uh, we need more guides. We need more people willing to step in and help lead some people right where you're at, what you know, to go together, to keep learning, to keep growing in this life. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, and God makes his home there. Jesus says, whoever believes in him will have this river of living water flowing within them. We're on a mission to help next generations encounter and follow Jesus, to believe in Jesus so that this river of life flows in them and through them, and we start to bear fruit in season, and we bring healing, and we bless our broken world. Where are you this morning? Will you jump in with us? Let's pray. God, we thank you for this incredible invitation you offer to us to jump in and, and discover life with you. And we know that, Lord, the river can get crazy at times. We know that, um, that it can be a little bit scary. Uh, some of us have maybe even had uh, a little too much life happening, and maybe we've even been thrown out of a raft, and we're just not sure, ready to get back in. And we need some time to just sit and be still and hang on. God, wherever people are, I just pray that, Lord, your spirit would be reaching out, that you would speak to our hearts and our minds, that this, we would accept this invitation to be in a raft together with others, to find maybe somebody who is more experienced, who can lead us, but then also to be learning, to become guides ourselves so that we can put a raft out on the river and invite others to come with us 
and encounter your life and be filled and have their lives radically changed. It's in your name we pray. Amen.